In Florida Ag and Review for the week of May 14th, we start off with a look at the weather. Well, recent rains have been a welcome sight to the south and southeast. Certainly, we've come a long way in Texas. We've got a long way to go. That's USDA meteorologist Brad Ribby, who points out that the new drought hotspots hit a little more closer to home. All of the southern Atlantic states from Florida to the Carolinas, as well as parts of Alabama, that has certainly surpassed Texas at this point in terms of drought concerns. The drought has lingered from last summer and intensified over the last several months. So we've got both agricultural problems as well as water supply problems across the lower southeast. And even though we've been getting some sporadic showers, including the most recent storm, it really takes an inch and a half to two inches per week just to hold your ground this time of year because of the heat and the evaporation and the crop use rates. Ruby adds that both crop and livestock producers are being affected. Primary crops across the lower southeast would be cotton, peanuts, and then from a a more of a minor standpoint, we have corn and soybeans. And of course, there's pasture land, so that would be another issue as well. We've seen uh, fairly poor pasture conditions across Georgia and Florida in particular to a lesser degree in the surrounding states. So uh, it is already an agricultural issue in parts of the lower southeast. And with each week that passes that we receive subnormal rainfall and see hot weather, it does uh, make the situation worse. And with a closer look at cotton and peanut prices, Tyron Spearman had this. Cotton the past two years have drove prices higher, and that meant peanut prices would be higher. But now the cotton market is in trouble. Don Shirley of the University of Georgia said it best. Cotton has really taken it on the chin and is now backed up against the ropes. He said, will prices fight their way back or not? Not so much good can be done by panicking, he said, and selling at this time. Let's get out of the panic mode and lay emotions aside and take a closer look. Dreadful supply and demand news has hampered cotton prices for days and closed as low as 74 cents a pound, down from the dollar and 50 cent a pound that was posted last year. Shirley said no one saw this magnitude of downturn coming. USDA projects the 2012 crop at 17 million bales. That's 9% above 2011. World production is expected to be down 6.35 million bales. Production in the U.S. is expected to be up, but China down, India down, Pakistan down, and others down. But world consumption is also expected to increase, but the cotton market is taking it on the chin. That may cause peanut farmers to overplant if they're not careful. Contracts are not available except in some emergency situations. One peanut broker said that the peanut market is about dead as cotton. Buyers are reluctant to add to inventories with good weather and increase plantings for a new crop. No one wants to be long on higher-priced peanuts going into the fall of this year. And not to forget our livestock producers, Randall Wiseman has this report on projected meat production. Looking at the numbers from the latest World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report in the Livestock, Poultry, and Dairy section, it's showing U.S. meat production in 2013 is projected to be above 2012 as higher pork and poultry production will more than offset continued declines in beef production. Lower forecasted feed costs and relatively strong hog, broiler, and turkey prices are expected to provide incentives for continued pork and poultry expansion. Tight U.S. beef supplies and high cattle prices are expected to constrain beef exports in 2013. Pork exports are expected to gain in 2013 as supplies increase and hog prices decline. Broiler exports are forecast lower in the face of improving domestic demand, while beef imports are expected to be higher in 2012 as U.S. cow slaughter declines in response to reduced cow inventories and increased retention. Pork imports are forecast unchanged from 2012. 
Milk production for 2013 is forecast to increase slightly. Commercial exports are forecast to increase as the global economy improves and milk production increases. And we'll wrap up for this week with Everett Griner's perspective on land values. If you have land for sale, either you're going to make a lot of money or you're going to lose your shirt. Depends on where the land is. Anybody still breathing knows how hard it is to sell urban property. One source says urban land values have declined about 70% since 2006. And while those prices fell, farmland values continue to go up. Doesn't matter where it really is, it's the same. Realtors, bankers, even the federal government has done all they can to little avail. Urban land values continue to plummet while farmland values keep rising. It isn't hard to see why. Check the Chicago Board of Trade. Look at today's market prices for corn, cotton, and soybeans. While these commodity prices were tied to a rocket, we were building too many houses that cost too much money. This is simply oversimplifying things, but it's the way it went. Bottom line, take what you can get for your house, but hold on to your farmland. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.